Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by HookingRugs.com. In the next six episodes, you will hear conversations between myself and Jean Oliver of the Jean Oliver Network. We'll be talking about the things that are important to us and the things that we believe are important to you and to your creativity. Join us for this beautiful little series of two friends conversing about what's important. Hi, Jean. Hi. Did you chase any beauty this morning? (laughs) I did a little bit. (laughs) What did you find? This morning, I was up actually very early and uh, I was going to try to go back to sleep and uh, I was just wide awake. I had that time when the house was still dark and just uh, cuddled up in the chair in my library and uh, reading in my quiet time and journaling and and then my morning walk with Kelly, which is always so nice when I'm able to do that. And how about you? Um, this morning, well, this morning, I just like, I have a small window in my bedroom. And when I opened the curtains, I couldn't believe it. Cause when I went to bed last night, it was all icy and rainy and wet. And this morning there was this two inch layer of snow over everything. So everything was just like, just looked like a big elegant party going on out there. <laughs> like, oh, and I never really hooked the snow much, but like this morning I was thinking, oh, how come, how come you don't, how come you don't show that? But you know, it's never going to show up literally. It's just going to show up in a different way. Yeah. Where the lines are and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I sometimes, you know, I'm not really chasing it, beauty. I'm just finding it. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, just sort of, you got, you get in the habit of looking for beauty and then it just lands at your feet all the time. Yep. I agree. Mm. Cause I, I, you know, I hike that same couple of miles every single morning, but every morning there'll be something different that I see. And I've, I've done it hundreds of times, hundreds of times, hundreds of times. I know it's amazing. Yeah. And sometimes I just challenge myself, like every once in a while, I just challenge myself to find something new. Cause I'm like you, my neighbor said, I don't know how you walk the same road every day. And I said, it's never the same way twice. Like it's just like, it's always different. And like, well, first of all, there's the seasons, of course, we all know that, but then there's just like what you're, what you're looking for and what's on your mind. And so Mm -hmm. what's on your mind, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know much about the law of attraction and all of those things. I just know that what's on your mind that that's what you'll find. Yeah. Yeah. When you're looking. Yeah. You brought up the idea of beauty chasers. What, what were you thinking about when you were thinking about, when you brought that up, when you said beauty chasers, love that. I think um, I've had so many beautiful discussions with people lately about beauty and the impact of beauty. And, and somebody had asked me about, you know, my relationship with beauty and finding it and living it and day to day. And, and I, for me, it just goes back to childhood. And when you see the world differently, but you don't realize maybe until you get older, how differently you see the world than maybe some other people, mm-hmm. because I just really was the kid that would be writing under a tree or be putting on plays or writing really bad poetry and love stories. And there was just, I always was seeing things through a different lens than sometimes others around me. And it doesn't mean than everybody, but just like 
maybe some of my other family members or in the in my day-to-day life. And, and then as I got older and I just I just want things around me. If I have a choice between, you know, a beautiful handmade you know, piece of pottery that I'm going to drink my tea from, that's what I'm going for. If I get to make my bed every single day, well, I want it to be beautiful linens and I would rather have less and have what I have be beautiful. And, and so for me, beauty is just, this is why I can't read a book uh, digitally. I have to have paper because I want to underline things and I, I want to write notes and, And I just am in awe of how people string words together or how people um, create music. And I know like that's so many of us, but I just, um, I want to breathe it. I just want to breathe beauty. And I feel like if we're not intentional about needing that, it's really easy to get distracted and not see what we have. And so when, even when I say beauty, I mean, in the littlest things, like you said, that, that walk is, this is different every morning. Mm -hmm. If our heart is what is here, what is here that is lovely that I get to see today. Yeah. What is here that is lovely that I get to see today. I mean, that's a really, if you ask yourself that question every day, Mm -hmm. if you ask yourself that question on every walk, it would really change the way. Do you, do you think that like we're artists from the time we're children that we just don't know it? when we're young sometimes? I, I think we all are dipped in creativity in different ways. And I feel like we all walked out different paths or maybe we had different people that spoke different things over us or maybe we had experiences where we saw somebody um, living creatively or maybe somebody next to us had practiced a lot and they were very good and we didn't know to practice more to get good. And then we thought we didn't have it. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the biggest lies is that people think they're not a creative. And it usually that lie takes root usually when they're pretty young. Yeah. At some point of that self-awareness, eight to 10 Mm -hmm. of becoming more aware and, and thinking I'm not this. And so often just laying it down and what I get to do so often is to spend time with women that in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, they're saying, I'm not going to believe that anymore and truly just come alive. And I think one of the best things we can do is as adults, as creatives is how can we help kids like younger, Mm -hmm. not not stop being creative. Yes. Keeping at it all the time. Yeah. Always. All the way. But I do, I think we're all creative. I think we are, we are made to be creative in all different ways. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just look like fine arts. You know, it's, it's in so many beautiful ways. I think, I think I thought that artists were special. Like I thought they were like a special before I became an artist, right? Mm -hmm. I thought they were like special kind of person. I didn't really know what an artist was. And the more I am, the longer I've been an artist, the more I see that an artist is just someone who makes stuff, just someone. And that that's my real, that's become my real definition, you know, because I think whenever you make stuff, 
even when people are following patterns or if they continually make stuff, then, you know, they're adapting the pattern and they're changing it and they're constantly like refining things. I was selling a rug one time to this woman and it was really a large rug and it was like $8,000. And I said, are you sure, you know, are you sure that that's what you, you want to live with this for a long time? And she said, I'm not an artist. Like I don't, need to refine things continually. I don't always need to be refining everything. I'll hang that on my wall and it'll be there for 20 years. And I, I wasn't meant to be a lesson, but it was a great lesson for me because I think that's what we do. Once we define ourselves as artists, what we do is we refine and we're constantly, you know, just moving the pottery jug slightly to the left. Well, and you said like you thought artists were special yeah. and I think they're, I think they are. I do. Um, I, I mean, I, I mean, yes, they are makers, but I think the difference is they choose to make. So the gardener choose to, chooses to go out and weed, uh, you know, chooses to plant the, the baker chooses to gather um, the, the musician chooses to practice and, and to share and I think that's where people are in awesome times of artists because they think it's for someone, but not for them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not true. I don't know what it is for each person. I, I think each person's thing is in their, you know, uh, but even there's somebody who works on our team and, and they had mentioned when we first started working with them, and this is somebody that works remote with us and oh, I've always dreamed of having a little table in the corner of my room and to have art supplies and was saying it almost like, oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm-hmm. And, and it just makes me want to go and set that up for that person. Right. Um, and it takes us saying it, it, it does sound wonderful because it is. It's like, I have friends that say I went into an art supply store. I don't even know how I I was walking one day in a small town and there was an art supply store and I walked in and I start crying. I don't make art. Why did I cry in that art supply store? And it's things like that, that I just think creativity is pulling us. Mm -hmm. Beauty is pulling at us. And, and, and so I just think is, are we open to it? Are we so distracted with our phones? I know I always go back to the phones, but it's so true. It's true for me. Distraction. Yeah. yeah. Are we distracted or are we seen? Mm-hmm. And do, are we aware of, like you said, what if that's what we are speaking to ourselves when we're out on our walk? How about we go on a walk without any distractions with us? Yeah. We don't need to take a picture of it. We need mm-hmm. to see. I think yeah. that's what I have to remind myself of. Like in the last year, I hardly ever take my phone with me mm-hmm. on, on my walks. I just want to see what I see. And I want, I want to filter it through my memory rather than through a photograph. Um, I agree with you that artists are special, but I just think that everybody, everybody's special. Right. Yeah. Like, and well, everybody yeah. is an artist yes. too. Yeah. Like, because I think that once people, what I've noticed, I've taught a lot of people over the years and I love teaching. And what I love about teaching is that once people find their medium, and for me, it's, it's wool, right? And once people find their medium, then uh, they begin to chase beauty at a greater rate. And they begin mm-hmm. to see with eyes that mm-hmm. never saw before. Yeah. 
Like they start yeah. looking at things in a totally different way. And I've had so many people write or call and tell me that like, oh, all of a sudden. And I just feel like mm. that just like, it's, you know, it's just such a wake up in a lot of times in the middle of your life. Right. Because yeah. we, I, I, a lot of people that I teach are in their forties, fifties, sixties. And I think too, in the middle, you're also saying, I'm not going to make an excuse anymore. This is a part of who I am. And, and it's, it's a part of my life. So if you want to read books or write poetry or sit by the fire and, you know, (laughs) have a good cup of tea, if you want to listen to an album and literally read all of the lyrics, um, there are things that, yeah, that you can say, I love this. This brings me joy and I'm doing it just because, um, and I think that's what's special. It's not that an artist is any, it's just that it's choosing to say yes to those things. And, you know, and I was thinking before we were coming together on this, I was thinking like, what are some of the things that, that I find beauty or like how I chase beauty. And I was thinking about like my rhythm of my day. And I know we talked a little bit about that and, and words, books, books are so special to me. I think it's actually one of the things that first drew me to you. And that was, and I had told you at the time, and I even wrote about it last winter, when you say, you said winters for the makers. Right. Yeah. And you really wrote about, about being open to the beauty of the winter season Mm -hmm. and the slowing down and the making and, and the cuddling up and the reading and making a cup of tea and savoring and taking advantage of, Oh, it gets darker earlier. I'm so lucky. I can light a candle. Yeah. Yeah. I can slow down. This is an invitation. You, and you, you can't find beauty unless you do slow down. Otherwise it's just whizzing by you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the books because I think knowledge is beauty. Like I think there's like, I've always been, and that's another thing that I seek. I seek knowledge a lot. And I know this year I, I told you my word is to steep. And at first I thought steep meant not learning, you know? And, and then I realized, Oh no, 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 no. I can't, I can't do that. I have to, I have to listen and I have to listen well. I have to read and I have to read. Uh, I like to read uh, well and I like to read soft too, but I have, I have to read, you know? Um, I, I, and then I, the other thing that I thought about too, so, so knowledge is beauty, but then every time we're painting or hooking or making something, that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to uncover the beauty right? Like a sculptor's chipping away at something. And we're just trying to find the beauty in that thing, in that piece. Like that's my, that's what I'm trying to build is something beautiful. And I've never really believed that. um, I mean, I do believe in art without beauty, that there's art with meaning and art with all kinds of things. But in my soul, my art for me is beauty, like Mm -hmm. in my soul. Like I, I like, I like to be interested. I like to be curious. I like all kinds of other things, but the soul, like that, I guess I came to the conclusion, like a lot of my rugs are really pretty, really like they are beautiful. And at times I thought, 
maybe they need to be more complex or maybe they need to be more interesting or maybe they need to be deep. And somewhere in my 30s, early 40s, I just said, beauty is enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, you know? That's all I need to do is just to make it beautiful. Okay. Uh, that's what I want. I want I want to make things that uh, that really add a little light. Yeah. Hope that you know what I make adds adds a little light to the world. And I think I see that in your work too. I see that you are layering and uncovering and that's how you are striving for beauty in your work. Well, and I'm someone who loves to learn also. And so every time, um, that's just one of the places I find inspiration. I, you know, a documentary or to, um, to read books in all different areas. Um, it's, it's probably why I have to hold it in my hand. It has to be paper because so many times I have ideas for a new work of art, or I will be reading something and my mind will act, um, come up with a new composition of something. And, and so I, I need to be learning, learning and quiet though. So it's so funny. It is the two for me is um, to be engaging and to learning and to connecting. And then also to know that there's a time that I have to disconnect, that I have to step back, that I have to sit in the quiet. I have to um, not look at anything, not read anything. And I need to be still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that probably comes with prayer, right? In some ways. Well, and I, well, and I think prayer looks very different. Like to me, sometimes prayer and worship is taking a walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And oftentimes um, I walk every day with my husband and, and sometimes our pace is the same and sometimes our pace is different. Mm -hmm. And I'm, if I'm ahead and he's not right next to me and we're not talking, I'm in some form of prayer. I'm in some part of of talking or talking out loud or thinking about something or I'm in my head and, um, and worship and prayer is being in my studio. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it looks like organizing, you know, my supplies and other times it's making a mark, but it's in the quiet and the stillness that, um, I'm open to hearing and receiving and, um, so I feel like it's that beautiful part about being a beauty chaser that is always found in those quiet moments of receiving too, not just the, um, and then, and then how do we give back? How do we give back to, I mean, obviously our, like ourselves, but our family and then the people around us, how do we share beauty with other people? I think when you start making beauty and seeing beauty just for the sake of beauty, it wakes other people up around you too. I agree. It does. I didn't see that before, or I wasn't looking and, and, and maybe just maybe it helps somebody else to put down that distraction, whatever that is. Yeah. And to, to see a little something too. I never knew. I, I love it when, when people come in here and they, you can see that they never knew it could be this. Mm. Oh yeah. Painting could be this, or like when you have workshops and people, they just never knew that it could be, that there could be just so like, it's just so much beauty. It's almost uncontainable sometimes. Right. 
Yeah. I have a friend um, that I was speaking to her the other day and she was talking about something that she was going to do. Um, but instead she was going to do it more beautiful than how she had done it in the past. And she said, it's because I want people to know that they are worthy of beauty. And I loved it so much when she said that. And I think that's why when people come to our workshops, mm -hmm. they're so overwhelmed that we would use silver and lit French linens, yeah. and we would wrap things up the way we do, or put flowers on top of things, or that I think that, do we believe that we are worthy of beauty? Do we think we are um, worthy of other people being intentional and gifting us beauty? And I think, I mean, I've given gifts and I've had someone say, I didn't even open it for a month. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Why would, you, why would you not open that for a month? Because they couldn't believe that they were given something that looked so beautiful. Do we think we're worthy of living, breathing, walking out, using, and making beauty. See what you just said? That's a prayer. Mm -hmm. That's a prayer mm -hmm. right there. I think that's a prayer. So keep chasing. Yeah, you too. I will. Thanks, Jean. I love talking to you. Me too. Thank you. Bye-bye.